Kennedy epilogue. Please join us in listening to the remarkable story from the life and times of Michael Butler. In this podcast series, you'll be hearing stories from the primary themes of Michael Butler's life and memoirs. Politics, polo, theater, and love. Please subscribe via iTunes so you don't miss a single podcast. And we'll see you on the other side. Jack is gone. Bobby's gone. And... Ambassador Joe is gone. What a drag. This was a very, very tough situation, not only for me personally, but also for the country and for the world. Life began to change totally in a downhill way when these people went, passed away, leaving all of us in a situation that would be continuously a downhill trip ever since then, particularly when we had such high expectations from both Jack and Bobby. Ted Kennedy, as I mentioned in one of my previous podcasts, uh, I no longer spoke to, and that was the end of our relationship. In 1979, Aisha Jaipur, the Rajmata of Jaipur, formerly known as the Maharani of Jaipur, Jai's wife, one of the most beautiful women in the world, somebody that I was in love with from the very day I first saw her, uh, had written a book. The book was edited by Jackie Kennedy. It's called A Princess Remembers. And they had a book signing party in New York City Aisha asked me to come to this event. I was concerned about going because my relationship with Jackie had not been very close. She sort of seemed to feel that I was a bad influence on Jack, and I felt, oh, I would not be welcome. Therefore, when I did go, mainly because anything that Aisha said was a command as far as I was concerned. So when I went to the book party, I was quite surprised at the friendliness and niceness of Jackie's reaction to my being there. A couple of nights later, Aisha had wanted to see the Roxy roller rink, which I was the owner of at that time with Steve Hanel. And uh, so uh, when she came down to the Roxy, why we started to chat as she was watching what was going on, very excited to be there. And Aisha told me, she said, Jackie mentioned that she had always felt that you were a bad influence on Jack but that she had realized that, in actual fact, you were not the leader, you were the follower. And she told me that. I just said, I thought I would tell you that. I was so happy to be told that because I really liked Jackie. I thought she was fabulous, and I had only respect for her. The next time I saw Jackie was... In about a year or so later, a couple of years later, 
and she came to reggae on Broadway. This was the reggae play that I produced on Broadway, and she brought John and Caroline. They came backstage afterwards, very excited, very kind words, liked the show, so forth, so on, and hoped it did very well. Well, it didn't, unfortunately, because the subway strike put us out of business. And also, along with a lot of other shows on Broadway, we just couldn't take it. My last contact with any of the Kennedys was with John in Jamaica for uh, New Year's. We spent New Year's together at the Jobson family home in 1984. At the party was my great friend from Germany, Christian Beltramin, and John was with Daryl Hannah those days. Interesting, Daryl Hannah was the granddaughter of my father's best friend, Jim Hannah, and was she was the daughter of Donald Hannah. John was really a super person, and I was very sorry later on to see that he and Daryl did not continue because I thought it was a wonderful combination. New Year's Eve, anything at the Jobson home would be a good time. They're some of the best musical people uh, in Jamaica. In closing on the Kennedys, I have to again say that the loss of Jack and Bobby was a terrible, terrible blow to the happiness of the world. And the, the truth of what really happened to Jack and also whatever happened to Bobby will probably never be known. For certain, the Warren Commission has been discredited in almost a very complete fashion. Recently, I was sent an article by Larry DeStasi about the Kennedy conspiracy situation. There have been a lot of them, but this is a fascinating article, and I am going to put it on the comment section of the website. And if you go to that, you will see this article. It is called Deep State and JFK. It's a very interesting, unusual approach to something that probably we will never know the full story. There were so many people who wanted to get rid of the Kennedy brothers. You can just, I don't know how many ways you could count it. Certainly one has to question the CIA, the Cuban people who were in exile and trying to get Cuba back under the dictatorship that existed beforehand. Uh, LBJ, J. Edgar Hoover, the oil people in Texas, and of course the military industrial congressional complex who did not want the Vietnam War stopped. So uh, I think you'll find it worthwhile to go to the comment section and read Deep State and JFK. Please subscribe via iTunes so you don't miss a single podcast. And we'll see you on the other side.